Welcome to the Thrive Infertility Podcast brought to you by the Quillet Institute, your mental health resource to support you during your season of infertility. We are here to help you thrive. everybody. Welcome back to the Thrive Infertility Podcast. This is Kathy Quillett, CEO of the Quillett Institute and host of the podcast. Happy New Year. Um, I know I said that a little bit last week, but I feel like as the, as the days turn, we continue evolving into what to expect a little bit from this year. And regardless of all the events that are going to be happening this week in, in the life of America, Let me just encourage you before we get into all things maternal mental health to practice self-care this week and to guard your heart and your mind from all the things that might try to negatively infiltrate everything that's already complicated in life. So let me also say that Thriving Through Infertility, the collaborative book brought to you by the Quilla Institute is now available on Amazon and at thequillainstitute.com. If you haven't yet, go ahead and look into that. There are 15 professionals from a variety of different disciplines, all trying to help you thrive in the middle of infertility. So go ahead and check that out. Today, y'all, I'm excited about our guest. I've recently gotten to know her and just heard about her heart, and I'm excited for her to jump on with us today. Today, I have Yori Scott with us. She is a licensed professional counselor in the Atlanta, Georgia area. She owns Therapy Works Counseling Service, and she is just a gem of a human who loves loves this population that we're all a part of. Yori, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, it's been so fun getting to know you in your heart, so I'm happy to have you on. Thank you. So Yori, tell us a little bit about your practice. Who do you treat? Okay, well, I am in Atlanta, Georgia, and I specialize in helping women from all walks of life um, through their infertility and also through early infant loss. Mm -hmm. So uh, my private is in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am a teletherapist. Awesome. So you also told me the other week about a nonprofit that you support. Can you tell us a little bit about that too? Because I feel like that also needs to be plugged because it is a beautiful piece of heart work. Yes. So Chloe's Treasure Inc. is our baby. um, And it was founded truly out of our own experiences. Um, The founders, it's three women, um, all whom I'm very close to, and we've all experienced um, early infant loss. So we uh, strive to deliver memory boxes to every woman um, so that they don't have to leave the hospital empty-handed. Y'all, If you don't know what it's like to be wheeled out of a delivery room in a hospital after giving birth and you don't have a baby in your arms, the impact of being able to leave holding, gripping onto something with dear life rather than your arms just sitting empty because the weight of that emptiness is so profound. So I love you that you guys are doing that. Thank you so much. Um, So... Y'all, you know that 
along with this podcast, what I want is you already tell us what, when people come into your office from any walk of life and they say, Yori, I need you to help me with whatever. Typically, thematically, what are you seeing your clients coming in saying, here's what I'm struggling with. Where are they? My clients are struggling with not only mental health issues, but also physical ailments um, such as thyroid issues, high blood pressure, diabetes, obesity, mm. um, stress, anxiety. Um, so my clients are coming into me kind of as a result to help me overall. I'm struggling. Mm. Yeah. Along the lines of infertility, what do you hear is like so often listeners, my own clients, like I'm struggling with sex. I'm struggling with uh, not feeling like a part of my social circle anymore. Mm-hmm. They're struggling with fear. Ooh, um, talk about that. Fear, fear of what if this doesn't happen for me? Mm-hmm. Um, or if they've experienced a miscarriage, what if this happens to me again? Am I going to be able to have a sustainable, healthy pregnancy? Right. So fear. That's interesting that you said that because earlier I posted something on Instagram that like, I'm afraid that I won't get pregnant again, but I'm also really afraid that I will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember, so my story is recurrent pregnancy loss. And I remember after one of them, I told my husband, I don't want to have sex. Sex makes dead babies. Like there was such an intrinsic level of fear that went into it that if we try and have hope, devastation will probably happen. Yes. And that's one of the things that I also struggle with. Um, I had a miscarriage. My first baby um, was unfortunately a loss. And I just remember saying, I cannot go through this again. I'm just so afraid, afraid of the disappointment, afraid of, you know, the feeling that you, that emptiness. Mm -hmm. So fear was one of the things that I definitely um, have empathy when, when I'm with my patients. Yeah. It's so complex, isn't it? I remember going through my own story of infertility and loss and my mom would just say, Kath, just have hope, just have Mm -hmm. hope. And I was like, okay, I get that. But hope also means like, I hope that the stove's not going to burn me when I put my hand back on it and it's hot. Right. So how, I mean, let's just talk about, let's say somebody that's listening is experiencing a lot of fear. Um, what do you say to them? How do you help them? Well, first we have to look at where that's coming from because sometimes it's the thoughts that we're feeding ourselves um, and we're playing into that. So the thought over and over coming to you saying, this is going to be a loss. This is not going to happen to, for you. Um, you know, your baby is, is it's just not it's not for you. And so we look at those thoughts, we challenge those thoughts, mm. and we replace them with rational mm. thoughts because chances are you are capable. You know, we just have to figure out exactly what it is that's mm. keeping you from wanting to try again. Yeah. 
So I've seen you post about reality therapy, y'all. She's going to plug it later, but you also need to go check her out on Instagram for real good meat, but also because it's just pretty. It's like pretty and pink. Yeah. So reality therapy is something I heard you talk about. And that is that in your experience, the replacing of the negative thoughts? It is. It is. It's challenging them and replacing the negative thoughts with things that we can control, you know, because we're all living in a time where things are coming at us. So many things are negative and we have control over what we're going to do with the content coming at us. Yes. So what, talk to me, I feel like so often what I want to give my, my precious clients is almost like these mantras to replace it with because our inner narrative, especially we as women, we're like, uh, we're, we have this inner dialogue where we're practicing Mm -hmm. speaking this negativity over ourselves. What's a replacement mantra or replacement narrative we could put in that place? I would say just reminding ourselves that our words have power. Mm. Your words have power and you can control what you say and what you think. Girl, our words have power. Yeah. I mean, if you just look, I mean, I alluded to it earlier, our, our country 2020 now bleeding into 2021. You don't have to look far on social media to see a ton of opinions and they are polarizing. And a lot of times it's like scary because I don't want to step into that. Um, and we just, you can just scroll and find negativity. And a lot of people are like, I I can't do that. We're starving ourselves from that. But listen, it is easy to walk away from social media. Like I can put down my phone Put it on do not disturb, walk into the other room, but I cannot do that as easily with my brain. Right. It is hard to silence the inner dialogue that we're experiencing. And so even replacement mantras of like, I have control. Mm -hmm. I have control of what I have control of. And I think our words having power, we know that on social media, we know that everywhere. We, we've been taught that from when we were little, but our words also have power over us. Yes. And we need to show ourselves kindness and compassion and acceptance. I agree. I definitely agree. I think that is one of the things that is going to propel us from fear um, and help us have hope. And I think that, you know, if you have hope, then it will allow you to push forward. Hmm. Hope in what? Because I feel like that is also a complicated thing. Mm -hmm. I think in the present moment, I think that we should enjoy the moment that we're in. We don't know what the future holds, but we know at this moment, I'm healthy. I'm well. I have family. You know, I have worth. And so if we can just begin to enjoy the moment that we're in and fully live in that, that is hope. Yeah. And that's where stability is found. I have a lot of clients and maybe you do too, that are like, well, when this IVF clinic fails me, this is what I'm going to go do. Or Mm -hmm. I've already looked into egg profiles for egg donation, but I haven't even started IVF. Like we are 
so many steps ahead that we already have ourselves failing 10 times between now and then. Right. Or even when we're trying to conceive after a loss or pregnant after a loss, we're thinking, well, I can't plan a baby shower because, well, certainly in my eight-week checkup, I'm going to find out again that it's gone. And I always tell my clients, we're collecting milestones. And that starts with just holding on to what we know is fact today. Today. That's what I hear you saying is, today I have health. Today it's sunny. Today and freezing here. Um, But today I have food. I have warmth. I have family. I have support. Tomorrow, who knows? Next week, who knows? Next IVF cycle, we really don't know. Yes. That's so good. So good. So tell me, I'm a client of yours and you, or like a sister friend who you just really want to help. How are you like offering me support? I'm offering you support by not only listening, but listening with an empathetic ear. Mm. I'm, I'm meeting, where, meeting you where you are. Got it. I'm hearing what you're going through. I'm listening to your goals Mm. and helping you understand what could be blocking you from getting there. Yeah. What do you see as a a, a big block for people getting there? Besides the fear. I think that people are trying to figure out what path feels right for them disregard what they've been told they should do or you know this is this is what looks like I could be doing but what deep down do you feel like you really should be doing turning internally to see what feels good for you Mm -hmm. and I think that people um if they would look inside and really ask themselves, what, what makes me happy? What brings me joy? Aside from money, aside from, you know, all of these external forces, what really feels good for me Mm. and following through with that? I think that's a big stumbling block for some. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that's super, I mean, a big word for me is thrive. It's in the name of the podcast. And we talked last time and we, I hear so often, I'm going to be happy when like a baby, I just feel like that's a lot of pressure to put on a newborn. Like, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to have a social life. I'm going to get my friends back. I'm going to have good sleep. Let me remind all of us that that's possible now. We don't have to, like, infertility feels like, you know, we call it a reproductive trauma. It also feels like a huge, all-consuming piece of what's going on in our life but we still have the same hobbies. We still have the same interests. We still function. We still have the same relationship. And we don't need to push all of that stuff off. We can live in the moment with things that make us us and things that still make us happy. Yes. Yori, now I think an important piece of who you are and what you do is you are you know, we've talked about this, an an African-American woman. And so really see things and the disparities and the pain um, of of that population. And I just want to give you a minute to talk about that and what what it means through your eyes. It means that 
mental health should be available to all. I think that's one of the gaps that we have to bridge. And um, part of that is just research shows that miscarriage and early infant loss is um, higher in African-American women. And it's due to health-related issues, blood pressure, of course, diabetes, stress. But some of that could be altered by mental health um, therapy and counseling and support groups and mm -hmm. podcasts and all of the wonderful things that you do. But I definitely think that it's, it's worth mentioning. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was <clears throat> just thinking the other day of what a privilege IVF treatment is or fertility treatment is. How do you see the disparity there? Definitely with most IVF is not covered by insurance. Mm -hmm. And so there's a socioeconomic break. If you are an African-American woman who does not have, um, you know, disposable, the disposable income for IVF, mm -hmm. then th that's a loss. You know, it's definitely a, a loss that, um, a lost opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So speak to uh, African-American women who might be listening. How do you coach them? How do you honor them in their own needs and their own story? When an African-American woman, which is a large part of my um, clientele, comes and is experiencing infertility or um, you know, pregnancy loss. Um, one of the things that we focus on and discuss is helping them to understand their options. Mm -hmm. I think that prenatal education is key. Helping them to understand what is available to them is the first step. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful. I, you know, I, I have a real problem with the American health class and that we have convinced everybody that they can, I mean, I was so convinced I could get pregnant on a toilet seat, right? But we don't know, there's not been education around how, as women, do we care for our bodies for pregnancy? And what if pregnancy doesn't work out right away or what, you know? And I know that opens up a can of worms in junior high health class, but still it's necessary. So mm -hmm. I love that you're able to educate also. Yuri, you are a fount of knowledge and wisdom here. I'm wondering before we wrap up, if you could give one final nugget, if I'm, you know, your client and I'm walking out the door and you're like, wait, remember this. What's one last encouragement that you would give this crew listening? I would say face your fears and just do it. Mm. I mean, in every area of your life, whether it's your career, your marriage, your future children, if you don't try and you don't give it your all, you never know what opportunities that you could be missing. Mm. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on with us today, Yori. Thank you for having me.
let's say I live in the Georgia area and I want to get a hold of you or nationally and want to follow you on social media, where do I find you? You can find me on Instagram and Facebook and my handle is therapy works w r k s so it's abbreviated and my website is www.therapyworks.com no o in the work no o in the works all right friends go find her follower not only again is it beautiful but it is full of information and as you can tell she's just she's just a giant joy so thanks for coming on with us today Y'all, I will be back next week with another mental health expert. Um, she's in the Dakotas and advocating there a lot for IVF coverage. And as we talked last time with Molly Walker from Tennessee, fertility advocates, um, there's a lot of work that we have to do in terms of making IVF and fertility treatment accessible for all. So join us back next week. If you haven't, uh, go look at Thriving Through Infertility. Check me out on uh, Instagram and Facebook at the Quilla Institute or at the Institute.com. Have a great week y'all. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Thrive Infertility brought to you by the Quilla Institute. Don't forget to check us out online at the Institute.com or at the Institute on Instagram and Facebook. Have a great day.